Gen Xers survived secondhand smoke, rode bikes without helmets, played outside until dark, traveled across the country without wearing seatbelts. Well, I know I did. And we're the human TV remotes. We may have less days ahead of us, but we can make them the best days. Welcome to turn positivity into possibility, where you'll be motivated to get off the couch, eat responsibly, and create the life you love. I'm life fitness coach Dane Boyle. I've been helping Gen X badasses add years to their lives for over 25 years. Listen in Monday through Friday and be sure to grab your daily Danish. It's time to wake up and be amazing and be the badass you were born to be. Here's a pretty powerful question. Do you know who you are? I'm pretty sure that this question has been pondered since the dawn of time. Mark Twain said, the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. How many times have you been told, have you been told, you're too short, fat, broke, little, or too small? That your past is a mess, your pedigree is wrong, your personality is not right, you're divorced, addicted, or grieved. People are so quick to label us. You know what? Sometimes the worst critics are ourselves and we label ourselves. When I got divorced after 23 years of marriage to my high school sweetheart, I was just lost. I felt unworthy. I became estranged from my kids. That's still a work in progress. And wandered the earth feeling lost and unworthy. Hell, I'm a pretty nice guy and I can start a conversation with a freaking rock. Well, I did that for almost four years. And each day it seemed I would start the day at a coffee shop, end the day sitting in a bar stool, And that's not really a good recipe for success if you were put on this earth to do bigger and better things. While I was wandering the earth and all I was lost, I know that not all that wander are not lost, but during this time in my life, I was lost. One of my best friends had a massive heart attack in his bed while his wife watched, unable to help. He had not reached his 50th birthday yet. My dad had begun to wither away in the hospital while we all watched the man that raised us fade away as his body just gave up. Feeling and unknowing what my purpose was, I had been traveling back and forth to Northern California quite a bit where my sister lived in San Francisco. And one day I got up, grabbed my backpack, did just what I said. I started out at a coffee shop, ate my breakfast, I walked all the way to the Presidio, about nine miles from where my sister was. I remember her calling at some point that afternoon, later after I finished the story, saying, man, that's like nine or 10 miles. I'm like, I got nothing else to do. I'm healthy. I got two good legs. And plus it's San Francisco. But I went to the National Cemetery and I sat on a concrete bench and over through through the trees, the giant sequoia trees, I could see the Golden Gate Bridge. It was, it's actually a gorgeous picture. And I just sat there in silence. Not there, I don't think there was anybody else around. Maybe a squirrel or 10. I don't know how long I sat there, but I know at one moment, tears just kind of started to roll down my face. And I knew that the existence I had was not the existence I wanted. So I looked up to the heavens and I, I asked my buddy, to give me some guidance. I asked my dad to give me some guidance. 
and it may, it may sound weird, but the thing I heard and was told literally was to go bo- be bold and amazing the rest of my life and impact the world by sharing my heart and soul. And it hit me like a, like a ton of bricks. I sat there for a little bit longer. I ruminated on it, wiped the tears from my eyes, put my backpack on and began to walk back to my sister's apartment. Now understand, hearing those words didn't say how to live those words. The command was vague, but now at least I had something to hang my hat on to basically said, just be you, listen to your heart and serve others. I've been doing that literally every day since for over 10 years now. Today, my mission is to educate, motivate, and empower you to live healthier, happier, and more prosperous life. And ultimately, it's for you to, def- to determine who you are first, to overcome your self-limiting beliefs. And I've been gifted and blessed to help people find themselves so they can create the life they love, so that they can live healthier, happier, more prosperous, so they can reconnect with themselves, their friends, their family, whatever they dream of without labels, knowing that where they are now or what they have done in the past does not necessarily dictate who they will be in the future. You get to drive that bus. You get to steer what you want, where you want to go. You get to make the decisions of who you are. So you get to decide who you are and what you want to do and what you want to be. Lucille Ball says, love yourself first and everything else falls into line. You really have to love yourself to get anything else in this world done. I don't think anything speaks more clearly to creating the life you love. You must love yourself first. In order to determine your non-negotiables, in order to determine how to, your, your vivid vision that we work on as trailblazers, you must love yourself first. And sometimes figuring out who you are and loving yourself first will come with tears. But it's all worth it because remember, if you've listened before, I tell you and remind you to embrace the crap. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you a quick story about embracing the crap. So I sent out some Trailblazer swag today. I had packed it up yesterday and I told my wife, so this package looks like crap. I want, it to, I want somebody to want to open the box. I want them to be excited about getting the swag and all that. So she says, don't worry, baby, I'll get it. So she wraps it up. She makes it look so much better. And on the outside of the box, she wrote, embrace the crap. She said, today is your tomorrow. Wake up and be amazing. Never waste a heartbeat. Those are the four things I remember on the outside of the box. But the mail carrier that I went to because I was paying with cash, I know that seems like an oddity today. I just happen to have money in my pocket. Just started to laugh and said, somebody has a sense of humor. So remember, embrace the crap. Because if you remember, Tanya and I bought cow crap, chicken crap, cow crap, all the crap we could to put in the roses. And in the spring, they bloomed. And you, my friends, are completely worthy of joy and happiness and knowing who you are and why you were put on this earth. Turn positivity into possibility and go be amazing. If you're hearing this message, you have just finished an entire episode of Turn Positivity into Possibility. And for that, I want to say thank you from the bottom of me, corazón, from the bottom of my heart. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Please share this episode with three Gen X badasses in your life. Hey, let's connect on Instagram at Dane Boyle Coaching. One last thing before I say adios, be sure to tell those you love you love them and never assume they know. Go 